It's Meteorological Monday. And it's Meteorological Summer. There's no better place to hang out than right here. So grab a big tall glass of iced tea, head to the gazebo, and let's talk weather today. On Weather Jazz. On Weather Jazz. On Weather Jazz. On Weather Jazz. seventies and early eighties, that sounds like an interesting and very familiar voice. Boy, that's interesting what AI has been able to do. Welcome everybody to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything. Weather, science, earth science, and even periodically some off-topic episodes. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz Podcast, Andre Berninger. I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 530, and today is Monday, Meteorological Monday, June 5, 2023. Today's episode brought to you by the great folks at Rise and Dine in Chesterland. Owners and operators, Frank and Terry Argo, just waiting for you at the door to make you something absolutely delicious. Breakfast, brunch, and lunch waiting for you Wednesday through Monday. They're closed on Tuesdays, and they're located at the intersection of Routes 306 and 322, also known as Chillicothe and Mayfield Roads. They're on the southeast corner, just south of the standalone CVS in the plaza. Go check them out sometime, and we'll catch you there very, very soon. Well, have you noticed the skies have become smoky again? If you live in the Ohio Valley anyway, outside the Ohio Valley, maybe not so much, especially if you're in an area of the country where the brush fire smoke getting shoved aloft and then brought into the U.S. on the winds aloft in the Great Lakes states and parts of the Northeast, even parts of the Middle Atlantic states, if you're outside this zone and your skies are sunny, it is a bright blue sky. But inside that zone where the smoke aloft is getting carried into the atmosphere, you're definitely seeing the difference. If you go to weatherjazz.com, episode number 530, the most recent episodes are the ones that appear at the top of the page, you will see a Winsloft model forecast and a smoke forecast that takes the smoke in a rather circuitous route again. And that's a pattern that we've seen in recent weeks in mid-May And now again, the same pattern is beginning to show up where the winds aloft will take the smoke into northern Canada first, up into the Northwest Territories, and then it takes a right turn and almost comes down 180 degrees barreling down into the Great Lakes states from Canada. I'll also post an interesting photo that comes from John Tryon. John Tryon is a friend of Fox 8, and he has some mighty fine photographic equipment. And what he likes to do is take pictures of the moon with jets going through them. And with the type of lens that he uses, you can see a great deal of detail 
in the Jets, and he can identify the Jets, each one, with certain programs and internet tools. He can literally identify the planes that happen to come across his field of vision, and it takes a lot of patience to do those. But that's not the subject of today's image posted by John. Now, if you take a look at those images, and you will find them once again, episode 530 at weatherjazz.com, I'll also highlight this image on Fox 8 News at 5 p.m. today, just in case you're in the Cleveland market. Tune in, and you'll see me showing the two images side by side. One of them is when the full, near full strawberry moon was right at the horizon, and then... A couple of hours later, as it gets higher in the sky, you'll see the big difference. When it's low in the horizon, it has to go through a lot more smoke to get to your eyes. And when it goes higher, it has to go through less smoke. Wow, what a difference. The first image, extremely, very deeply orange, while the second image is a bit more of the standard color that you would find in a full moon in June. And the smoke is also easily uh, visible on the visible satellite. I'll try to highlight that again tonight, Fox 8 News at 5 p.m., just in case you're listening to this program before the 5 p.m. broadcast. And incidentally, if you want to watch online, since we are running our programs two hours behind on the Internet, you can go to fox8.com, click on the watch the newscast, and you can watch the 5 p.m. broadcast at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So in case you're listening to this at 6 or 6.30, you can catch what I'm talking about by going online, fox8.com, and clicking on the Watch tab and watching our 5 p.m. newscast streamed two hours later on the Internet. Now, today is going to end up being the 16th rain-free day, the 16th consecutive rain-free day for Cleveland. And that starts to put it in a rare category. As I mentioned before, it is not unusual for Northeast Ohio to see a 10 to 14 day stretch with no rain, maybe once, even twice per year. Most often that will occur in September and early October, although it can occur just about any time of year. But the minute you go over 15 days, you start venturing into a territory that we really don't see all that often. And we are at day number 16. It is very likely to go to at least 21 or 22 days, which would be extremely rare. It's been a long time since we've seen a 22-day stretch without rain. The record, though, is 27 days. That was set back in 1963. It was four years old. And that one also occurred in September into October. Now, the effect it's having on the soil moisture is certainly becoming very, very evident. We have not, for instance, at our house here at the Weather Jazz Studios, not mowed the lawn in about two weeks and uh, it really hasn't grown all that much. We actually don't want to cut the lawn too short because if it's too short, then the sun gets to the lawn and 
will encourage that lawn to go into dormancy a little more quickly. Now, one of the interesting artifacts of allowing the lawn to very slowly grow is the fact that the clover has just erupted. We have clover flowers all over the place. And really, I did not know that we had so much clover in our lawn. And the bees, the honeybees, certainly making hay. And the bunny rabbits also love clover. So if we have any local beekeepers, uh, they're certainly going to get to quite a bit of clover honey, some of the best tasting, along with other types of honey too. But uh, certainly the clover is very, very prolific in our backyard these days, and maybe yours too, if you have not mowed your lawn any time in the last uh, week or two. Well, take a look at the maps that I have posted on weatherjazz.com. Again, look for episode number 530. The title of the episode, incidentally, is Smoky Skies and Dusty Fields. And we're covering both here right now, and now we've transitioned into the dusty fields. But the first image you're going to see is the 10-day precipitation anomaly. We are very definitively in the brown, which would indicate anywhere from a half an inch to an inch below normal. The next map you will see is a 30-day precipitation anomaly, and we have a stripe of uh, anywhere from two and a half to three and a half inches below normal. And the next map is a 60-day precipitation anomaly. And here, too, we're going into the red for not only here Northeast Ohio, but look how expansive it is going into Iowa, Missouri, Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky. So we're definitely hoping for a pattern shift. And the Rex block that started this whole mini drought here in Northeast Ohio is still somewhat there, although fading. We're hoping by the end of the week that our first real chance for precipitation may arrive as early as Saturday. One more graph on the notes on weatherjazz.com. You will see a graph that indicates the U.S. domestic corn usage from 1980 to last year, 2022. And it's really a fascinating chart because until the year 2000, not much of the corn was used for alcohol fuel use, a very, very small percentage. And you can see that suddenly from about 2023 or 2003 to the current 2022, that region really expands. But in total, the number of billions of bushels produced continues to rise. Now, there's only one little blip from that rise, and that appears to be 2012. But aside from that, domestic corn continues to increase, not decrease. And there are a lot of good reasons for that, and maybe that would be another topic for another time right here in Weather Jazz at some point. So keep an eye at the end of the week for a potential pattern breaker, which will bring the first significant showers our way sometime this weekend. Let's hope so. I'll keep you posted as we move along this week right here on Weather Jazz. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Help me to spread the word about this podcast. 
inside your sphere of influence on social media, via email, or word of mouth. Anyway is great. And by the way, if you have a question or topic suggestion, or if you have a photograph, maybe of the hazy skies, or maybe a rather interesting looking sunset because of all of the smoke, I welcome your input and your images. Make sure you send those along, weatherjazz at yahoo.com. Also, you can send me a voicemail if you prefer to the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect Line, 234-525-5888. We'll catch you next go-around on Wednesday right here on Weather Jazz. Weather and science across the globe. Across the globe. The Weather Jazz Podcast.